Yeah, <laughs> that short. By the way, that's really <laughs> I'm pretty sure we can get it under uh, under 45. Oh yeah, for sure. I don't think I, I think 20, 30 is is uh, is a great amount of time to uh, to get this done. You want me to uh, to do the intro? Uh, yeah. Let Emery do the uh, intro. Uh, vas-y, vas-y, vas-y. C'est, 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 knock yourself out. <laughs> I, I just did it like uh, ten minutes ago with Jason, so. Uh, I'm getting getting used to it. Getting used to it. Getting used to it. So five, four, three. Hello and welcome to the James Bond Complex, the show where we discuss, uh, deliberate, and enjoy everything James Bond from Fleming to film and everything in between. Ooh! Ooh! I'm your host, Emery. Say, like I'm trying to to bring the the chapu, the chapu charm <laughs> to the show because he's, he's MIA. So the the, the chaparm, as I call it, the chaparm. Yeah, I, I think uh, Edgar's uh, I'm Matt. <laughs> Edgar's I'm absent. J- yeah, sorry. Go ahead. And, and I'm Jason Kim. Yeah, I was just going to say. I was just going to say that Edgar's absent because the Raiders are playing right now. So he's. Uh, hey, he's the, Ra- the, the Ravens are playing too, but it's okay. Oh, there you go. Um, I'm, so, I'm prioritizing the James Bond complex over my Baltimore Ravens right now. <laughs> uh, perfect. I don't have a, I don't have any uh, teams in the game uh, really anymore. So uh, I'm a big Dolphins fan. So they're not gonna. They're never gonna do anything ever again. So <laughs> I only watch one. Like I like football, but I like more because I. Yeah, I, I root for the local theme, uh, and um, the only American football game that I watch is well, the Super Bowl, which I, you know yeah. I like football. We watched it with Jason last year, and no, was was it did we the Super Bowl last year, or was that the, the Montreal Abs game? I think it was the Abs game. So we watched the Abs game all together. Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I I do like uh, football, but. Uh, not enough to watch every every game or follow a team. Just I, I enjoy the sport, um, but we're not, not here to part to, to, to partake in football or soccer. As, so uh, people, so this, uh, this past say. so this past week uh, after much trepidation, after much past trepidation and anxiety for since 2020 till now, uh, Eon is going full throttle with their marketing material. We got a lot of new trailers, great trailers a new trailer to buy tickets if you're a resident of the UK. And we also got a new documentary called Being James Bond. Have you guys heard that name before? I think I've seen that book at Barnes and Noble, mm. you know, or on my Stitcher account. Like, I think the guy who- Is it at Barnes and Noble? I don't think he he, he, he made it there yet. Uh, but yeah, it, Maybe, it, uh, it was amusing. When he announced the title, everyone in the community had a chuckle at it. Well, it made sense that they pulled all his merch uh, about a month ago. I, it kind of all made sense when they announced mm-hmm. the name of the documentary. But at the same time, I was talking to Joe about it afterwards. Where, of course, we're talking about our friend Joe Darlington. I talked to him afterwards about it, and um, you know, he's like, they couldn't just do a Google search to see. I mean, obviously, this is they, they know who I am. They've they've probably come across my name before. They couldn't have picked a different name. And then I was surprised that they didn't try and steal his his domain from him and, and steal his website. But we got a um, a forty six minute Daniel Craig documentary out of it. Yeah, that's gonna be uh you know usually we get the bonus features on the DVD when the DVD is released, but now we're we're getting it 
for two three weeks before the movie uh, is released because that's gonna be a bonus feature on a DVD oh, for sure. in for sure. like in less three in three months whenever I mean, that I, thing's released. I, mean, it, I think it's, it's a it's a I think it was a very good way to hype up the audience or remind the audience that a new James Bond movie is coming out. And I'll start with my opinions of the film of the documentary. I absolutely I enjoyed it very much. I thought it was extremely appropriate, and it really showed the nitty gritty. Uh, ins and outs of how film production goes, as well as the highs and lows of the Daniel Craig era. Barbara and Daniel were very frank about everything and very open and honest about their highs and lows. And, you know, and the documentary starts out with talking about the vitriol that Daniel Craig faced 16 years ago. Wow, it's been 16 years since Daniel has was casted as James Bond. And I still remember that day in high school and to Get, uh, to put in perspective how long 16 years ago was, 16 years ago is when the Montreal Expos moved to DC and became the Washington Nationals. No! That's, how, that, that, that's 16 years uh, ago. It's breaking my heart now. Yeah, yeah. I never, or, I, I never managed to get, like I was in Montreal. I think I was in Montreal when that happened. And I'm just, I'm a little bit flabbergasted that, wow. That's, so I just, that, I had to, I had to come up with a reference. I had to come up with a reference that people in your city and people in my home city will understand. Yeah, the sad. sad Toby McGuire was still Spider Man. Yeah, hey, Toby McGuire was still Spider Man, and I think there's George Bush. George Bush was the president. Oh God, yes, that's true too. Yeah. Um, What did you think about the uh, the documentary overall, uh, Matt? Uh, you know, it's, it, it, it was nice. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just a little, I wouldn't say annoyed, but you know, I had to rent this when I'm like, we, we, we've all joked that it's going to be a bonus feature, but I had to rent it. Like it's mostly the, the, um, uh, experience of renting it with iTunes, uh, oh, that was a user, it's never, oh, it's a pain in the ass. It's, oh, it was a- it was the absolute pain in the ass. It, it, I, like it was my, a slight pain for me. As a, all... Yeah, go ahead, man. As a... Oh, sorry. But it's just that, I, you know, uh, being a Google user, uh, primarily, uh, I, I couldn't cast it on my TV. So I had to, I finished work, I, I switched computers, and I, I had to watch it uh, this, this evening on my my computer screen which i'm like it's not the most ideal way uh i think i'm gonna have to change my chromecast to have the the, the newer one that as uh, i think it's called google tv and where you can actually plug in uh get get actually get content from itunes but that's that's not here to that, that's something i want to discuss i I love some of the anecdotes, um, and I wish that we could see some of the bloopers. Like, I hope they eventually release that because I'd love to see uh, Daniel Craig because he confesses that he, when he says "Bunny Bond, James Bond," he kind he kind of messed up the first couple yeah. of times. He's like, "My name's James Bond." I'm like, "Okay, I, I, <laughs> I kind of want to see that now." Um, also, you know, it's, also- it, it, and. It, oh. Go ahead. I also really like the. Sorry about. Sorry to cut you off, but uh, no, sorry. I also really like the screen test. Of, I also really like the screen test that they showed of Daniel, 
auditioning for James Bond and like how he said like oh he's he and like his emotions about like saying like oh I'm just gonna read it just and walk up the stage but he I remember the interviews in 2005 and 2006 when he said the script is what the script of Casino Royale is what convinced him to like do accept the role and proceed to become an one of the most iconic characters in film history and the screen test like they did, I know they did the From Russia with Love uh, Tatiana Romanova scene but they didn't show it in the documentary but they showed the screen test of him doing the meeting with Vesper but I'm I always wonder like how like the setting they changed the setting because like I'm not sure if it was just because of the screen test but because uh, you know in the final film the introduction was in a train but then in the screen test, they were doing it as if like he's opening hotel hotel door. Then I think the dynamic is a little different, but the screen test was very well done, and that it reminded me that I don't know who the actress who was reading the lines for Vesper was, but uh, it didn't Mario Daba become a Bangra living daylights because she was initially reading the lines of Tatiana Romanov, and then they were convinced, and then they casted her as to play Kara. Didn't work out for her, whoever the actress is, because uh, Eva Green got that part. Uh, I, I was also going to say that um, you know I did enjoy them talking about the Craig Not Bond controversy, and they they're a little more a little bit more candid than in previous uh, interviews. Uh, you know, Barbara Boccoli says oh, it's a bunch of kids with computers that made that website, which it still exists. I am on craig.notbond.com and it still exists. And it's like mostly a Craig fan site now, or ironically. Um... <laughs> yeah, it's funny that they kind of changed their tune, uh, you know, later on. Good for them because the. the... Hey. I mean, because uh, like. Uh, well... Too good for them. I mean,. Uh... To build off of that, they got uh, a lot of press out of that website. I mean, to build off of the vitriol that Daniel Craig faced, I was telling Emery that uh, every Bond actor faced their difficulties playing Bond because, you know, playing any role is challenging. But Daniel was the first Bond to play, Daniel was the first actor to play Bond during the full internet age where everyone's internet, everyone's opinion just promotes like a raging fire. Like it was the era of Reddit and that's the st- is that isn't that what Facebook started actually? Yeah, that's when Facebook kind of like launched. MySpace was the I was still on MySpace at the time, so I didn't have Facebook. <laughs> but yeah, I was on MySpace as well at that time. Yeah. It, was, it was the same thing. I yeah. still have an account, I think, but, somewhere. No, MySpace deleted all the doc, uh, database, but that's not a topic for today. But to but to watch like the the absolute vitriol that Daniel faced and eventually proving his doubters wrong I'm, i remember judy dench was one of the most vocal supporters of daniel and says like you know all this prover all those critics were proven wrong and you just went and see like i just love how like she like said that to the press like it wasn't a documentary but but that brings me to like a good lesson that i always say is like you know like that's why i always tell people not to have knee-jerk reactions about anything especially if it's in showbiz just wait and see if you see until you see the final product then and all the paparazzis were coming up with like stupid, stupid, really stupid nonsense headlines, like stuff like, oh, Daniel can't drive stick or Daniel splintered his finger. So he's shutting down production. Like, you know, like some like low level Daily Mail or the Sunrider always comes up with something because like he's, he's about to get fired. You could tell. Yeah. And he's kind of, you know, trying to save his ass with a little bit of 
information that he's going to put out there that can't be verified and people uh, and believe. Then, and then I always felt ha- that the uh, the Craig hate was mostly due to people loving Pierce Brosnan and people disliking the new actor like the vitriol came from a bizarre place of a love for the previous slash current iteration because pierce was you know was a couple of years before was still uh he had his face on the video game cartridges or you know oh yeah they yeah yeah they were still going with his with his likeness yeah so it was a sudden change i'll agree with but it's 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 funny uh you know i you know, I, I don't want to s- s- talk about Casino Royale because they talk about their experience making um, <laughs> Quantum of yeah. Solace, and you know they're they're they still think it's a good movie. And honestly, whenever we cover that that movie, uh, I know a lot of people put it last in all of the canon of Bond films, which I completely disagree with. Whether it is the the least the worst Bond of the character, I don't know yet. I haven't seen No Time to Die, and I, I haven't thought about that, quite honestly. But it's 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 interesting to see them sort of reflect and say, yeah, we we, I don't they don't they don't say they messed it up, but they it, they they're aware of the weaknesses of that oh, yeah. particular film. Which, when you compare to to Spectre, they're they, you know Spectre they they try to they don't mention any of the reactions that people had towards the film, they try to like, oh, we, we brought the gadget, the gadgets back in and blow fell. That's, you know. It kind of skimmed over all the weaknesses of the writing of, yeah. of some issues with, with Spectre. Um, and rightfully because so. I like, I feel like that, because I, you guys know I love Spectre, but like, I think the weaknesses were all like vocal on like John Logan's like, having a writer block for so like I felt like because I rewatched all the Craig films in the past few weeks with like non, non-bond friends to prep for no time dying you know when we watched Quantum of Souls we're like this movie wasn't that bad like it's actually like production production value wise and everything like it works but it's just like the frame rate was just too nauseating but Inspector we watched it this past weekend and my my friends were like oh I actually never seen this movie and they're like wow this movie was actually really good and they still say Casino is the best out of the four, but they overall enjoyed Spectre. And they're like, it's a very, like, bone uh, definite definition James Bond film, more, more or less. And, and I was like, yeah, that's the reason why I like Spectre a lot. And I like Spectre as well. well I think Spectre was a, was a good movie. And I do like, and we're, we're going back to talking about, you know, weaknesses and talking about what I'm we were I'm seeing the picture behind you. You, yeah. can't, you can't lie to me. I, I can't <laughs> lie to you about Spectre because I've got a 10 by 10 poster of, of Spectre yeah. behind me that is absolutely massive. But, um, you know, it's, it's, it, was, um, it was a controversial movie for some, for some things. But with the, the documentary, one of the things that I liked that they brought up and talking about weakness from before, um, the fact that Daniel Craig's leg was very badly broken and very badly injured during the filming of Spectre. And then he still, how they adapted some of the changes to the uh, opening sequence and, you know, how he didn't think he was going to be able to walk through those scenes. Um, and, you know, <laughs> that was, that, that, I've, I've heard people say that he walks very differently. He's more stiff in that movie. 
I never picked up on that, but uh, it, it's it's knowing that now it's going to change my. I haven't rewatched it since watching the documentary because I watched the documentary a couple of hours ago. But yeah, man, that man was like, what? Oh wow! Like they they they, they he kind of had sort of a bionic leg that he says like he was kind of a, like a like a, a bionic... cat like like a cast I guess like one of those bionic yeah. casts. But I mean, I mean, because like I've gone through injuries too, and uh, I like that because I always thought like they changed it from like a fast-paced chase of chasing a skier to like a like a low pace like stealth like a stealth hunt and i thought it was a, for a change of pace for artistic reasons but i'm glad that they incorporated his in- injury to the final cut of the film and i i also i remember i read news that daniel injured his leg but i didn't know the extent of it because uh we because like uh in mission impossible fallout we see tom cruise when he's like running across the rooftops of London like we see on film like him like snapping yeah. his foot in half and then and then him limping off screen and so we knew the injury happened was like I, I don't know when exactly the injury happened but I've heard that it was probably it was most likely during the sold an airplane chase oh really I I, I, I remember hearing that he uh, was doing a stunt with the What's his name? David the Batista, and it, the, his leg, like the tendons in his leg, kind of went. Uh, but you know, I, I, I've, I'm, uh, I, I don't know. I, I've never studied this injuries that much. And they did mention the get, fight scene was bad. Uh, yeah, they did mention that the fight scene was was particularly difficult for him as well. Um, with that, so I, they don't mention exactly where he he hurt himself, whether it was Solden or whether it was with Batista or whether it was somewhere else. But he he filmed a good portion of that movie not at a hundred percent. Yeah, and then it also uh, and as as we as I discussed with Emery Pryor, uh, it really explains like why he had that timeout London interview where he says his immediate reaction was like. Oh, I'd rather break this glass and slip my wrist into another film because through <laughs> oh, they do bring that up in the documentary. Yeah. And now knowing what he went through, I'm like, oh, of course you would say something yeah, like that. Exactly. Yeah. That guy was in pain for months, like yeah. trying to make the movie. And ouch. Yeah. yeah. No, I never took that answer very uh, seriously. I, I was, you know, I, I, I could have, you know, I'm, I'm excited that he's back. You know, he seems generally happy to have made No Time to Die and seeing the documentary. Um, you know, he does mention that eventually he did a play with with you, Jackman, and Steady Rain. He... The play was called Steady Rain. Yeah. Thank you, Jason. No, because like, uh, I, I, I almost went to see it. He mention that you, uh, Jackman, had an influence on him uh, when it dealing with the press. Has, uh, Barbara Brock- Broccoli was very concerned with his physical and mental health at one point because he, uh, he he was being a recluse. He was not engaging with people very much uh, or w- when uh, meeting fans outside. Uh, but he saw Hugh Jackman just being himself and just like reveling in, in fan admiration and just interacting with them. And he, he, I, I don't know, it made me like Daniel Craig a little bit more as a as a human being, um, you know. You, there, there's a casualness that, uh, you know, it, it, seeing him in those '90s movies where 
they 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 are uh, they like you show they show clips of movies I haven't seen him because I you know pre 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 Bond I saw him in uh, there's a movie that, that plays in South Africa where he's I think it's with uh, what's his name that was the villain in Blade uh, the first one um, that helped me Ooh. and I, I saw him uh, obviously in Tomb Raider when he's the the second like banana he's like the Benjamin Brad of that film. Like he, nobody saw him as uh, any. He's, he's in a bunch of heartsy fartsy nineties independent yeah. film that like, I'm like oh, wow, I, and... I remember being in. Oh, even pre lyric, like where he's yeah, he looks like his face. Like, he looks like a clown. Young with the <laughs> like, long hair and you know, yeah, oh, there was a God. particular look to Daniel Craig, and that's why I think they were the backlash to you know he can't be Bond. He's blonde and he's too like artsy fartsy, like you were saying before. Um, I mean, he's done um, a great. His body of work is is great. But yeah, but I, I want no, to I... go back to Hugh, the Hugh Jackman comment because, like, uh, it, uh, the the steady uh, regarding the steady rain because uh, Hugh Jack is like it, we're talking about that they get together. It's about two. It's a it's a play with them and. It reminded me when they're talking about that play. It reminded me of the Christopher Nolan's film called Prestige, in that because like in uh, uh, Prestige, Hugh Jackman plays magician and who is a show, but he knows how to. Christopher Nolan says the cast in it was he's the one actor who really understands the interaction between us and most performers don't and chris the personality and it worked out in the end and, and i think watch working with you uh, has embraced because i remember timothy dalton was the one actor who really didn't embrace fans at all either like he kind of shut himself off too but Daniel was better at daniel learned how to do it i mean he I know Pierce and Roger obviously brace fans really well, but Daniel was a learning process for embracing fans. Right. I mean, and we we kind of saw those those struggles throughout the uh, the documentary. I have some different feelings about the documentary, to be perfectly honest. Um, I I enjoy. Let me. I I've been trying to word this all week and and how form my opinion to not sound too negative about it because there are some things that I don't like about how this movie was presented. Um, I want to first start saying this feels like something that's like entertainment tonight would have put together for a special pre premiere evening, um, like a 45 minute, let's put it on ABC and you know, get it out to the masses and try and attract people who aren't Bond fans and kind of give them an idea of what's going on with Daniel Craig as Bond. I, I honestly think there's a lot of things that are lacking from this movie. I'm going to be really, really hard on the movie a little bit for right now for just a few moments. There's a lot of things that I don't like that they could have done a little bit better. First, I expected it to be longer than 45 minutes. <laughs> I, I expected it to be like, I expected it to be more like everything or nothing and have more interviews. And I would have loved to have been able to actually look at 
Daniel and Barbara and Michael discussing what they're discussing. Because basically what we got was 45 minutes of their conversation talking. And then, you know, the cutaways of the videos that they're talking about over top of that. And I would have liked to have seen just maybe a little bit more. I would have liked to have. Oh, yeah. And you know, discussions. That, you know, they, they probably interviewed them for like hours and cut a right. bunch of stuff. Uh, and to and I'd be surprised because there's probably some very blue language uh, uh, that was filmed and recorded that they went, uh, you're going to cut that out. You, you, you can't show, we can't show that, can't cut, cut this out. Because they probably had, you know, he talk about the he talks about working with uh, uh, Martin Campbell, um, yeah. and he's like he's very ca- like casual about it. Says yeah, we argued a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I think that's one of the things that was really lacking is like why isn't Martin Campbell here to give his oh. two cents? Oh, oh, we lost Jason. We we, we yeah. lost Jason. Okay, can you pause? The put that P. You were saying, Jason. Uh, what was I going to say? No, Emery was going on. I'm going to let Emery finish. Well, I, I was just saying that the 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 whole. I was expecting a little bit more that not that there was hype about this movie, and not that I was really expecting this movie to come out, but I just felt like this could have been a freebie that they could have given us at the last delay that we got last year when they could have said, okay, well, we're delaying the movie, but here's the Daniel Craig documentary because there's not that much that's revealed that wasn't already revealed in the trailers for No Time to Die. So you're not giving us that much of a look at No Time to Die. And even if they were, they could have cut that out and cut it down to 44 minutes, you know, worst comes to worst. Oh, they, 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 they couldn't, you know, they could have just put it on the DVD. I don't know why they, right. they, they released it, no, the bonus feature no. before the movie. And then they put it on Apple TV, which is not something that everyone has. And I know that you two both oh, have I issues hate with Apple it. TV. I, yeah. I, I want to burn it. And I've got an iPhone, but I don't have Apple TV on any other device. So I had to install it on my um, Fire Stick from Amazon, which I would have expected this to come out on Amazon because, you know, Amazon's buying MGM and everything. But the fact that it was on, you know, Apple TV, I had to watch it. I had to start it on my iPhone first before I could stream it on my TV. So there was that little annoyance added. Oh, yeah. And, and I, I, I enjoyed the fact that there are certain little tidbits of information that we get, but I was more annoyed at the fact that we don't see Michael and Barbara and Daniel actually talking. If you had given us those cutaways of that interview and that allow us to see that rather than just making a clip show where we've got 45 minutes of clips of all these movies and the behind the scenes, I would have liked to, you know, cut back to Michael and Barbara and Daniel because, I mean, it's, it's it, I'm not saying that the director did a bad job, but it's I don't think that there was really how can you have a director involved? It's more of an edit job. There's no one directing, you know, they're just yeah, but editing. It's, it's, but I have a question for you. Uh, do you think they recorded the, or filmed that interview before the pandemic or after? I think it was the. This could I think have been a very. I, ele- I think it was after the pandemic and. I think that's why we never see Barbara there. Yeah, I think I think I because like you know I answered my own question uh, because I I I, that's that's what I was gonna say is I think it was like filmed during the pandemic like in a Zoom call like we're doing right now three of them or in three separate calls. Oh well, I I don't know Uh, even if it was that then like I mean you could have we're all used to it by now 
the, the, the Zoom call things. And we've all seen these Zoom comic cons and we've all seen these Zoom interviews and these Zoom reunion shows for, you know, all kinds of reality shows on TV. We've all seen that. So we could have been acclimated to the fact that that's how it could have been. But at the same time, like, why didn't they go and get, you know, Daniel Craig's personal trainer to have like a little two minute conversation about his recovery from his injury, or they, they could have gone so much more into detail than just the little snippets they gave us. Yeah. You, you want a, a, a three hour epic and not a 45 minute uh, I think, I mean, I think... commercial. I wanted everything or nothing. That's what I wanted. And not <laughs> the bonus from, you know, the, the gold edition DVD, because this will be great in the box set for the Daniel Craig era. This is a perfect thing to put in the box set. An extra bonus, you put six discs on the extra disc as the bonus. You get that movie plus all the other documentaries and all the other stuff they did for all the other movies and the trailers and whatever. You put them on one extra disc. And that's fine. That's perfect. But to say, okay, well, now it's going to be released on Apple TV, which has got nothing to do with anything else in the Bond world because there's no iPhones in, in James Bond and there, there, there's no connection that I can see for making sense to put it on Apple TV other than Apple TV wants a slice of the streaming pie. But even at that, MGM is being bought by Amazon. So why wasn't it on Amazon? So that's, you know, there's little annoyances that I found with this <laughs> documentary. And you know how, how uh, I am. You're becoming. Yeah, I think we need to. Very, I, I, don't, uh, I mean, but that's not. That, but the Amazon deal is not signed off yet, so that's why uh, Apple do whatever they want. But Apple TV has I, nothing. I, Apple has nothing to do with the franchise. That's what. That's kind of I, one I, of my. I, honestly, I. I no, let's I, not, I'm, anno- I'm annoyed by the way you need to cons- co- consume, consume that documentary. I, I was too. But uh, regard. Put that aside. Documentary itself is—is is it the greatest thing ever? No. Uh, is it? Is it doesn't feel complete, but it got me a little bit excited for the movie. You know, the the hype that I, I wouldn't say died with me, but it, 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 I'm always you know even how, how many how many weeks are left until the film is released? Like four three, weeks. Four. Four weeks. Yeah. Four weeks. I still I'm still waiting for for the rug to be pulled up from under us. I'm I'm and this I'm getting more more confident but you know we've been there before it's hard not to go is it, is it real is it not going yeah, is it real for but... all my my negative comments that i just rattled off there that was that was my rant the, what the movie does is it does what it's designed to do because oh, you're back does, into it, it. everyone's back in the boat down, now i you know deep down you 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 know we, we, even if you have some some concerns about the documentary and your concerns i feel are warranted it doesn't it, it it's the oh i, I have perfect com, uh, comparison it's a reader's digest version of exactly. uh, yeah. daniel craig's journey as james bond it's really <laughs> condensed yeah it's a perfect for it's, it's a tv spot special that could have it's easily consumable it, it does a nice recap oh. of the whole thing it gives us some little tidbits of information that that enrich the experience and it gets us back in the mood I mean, Back I think in 1995, there was a, a, a showing of the original Die Hard that it, in between uh, sort of interviews or behind the scenes of the now uh, at the time upcoming Die Hard with a Vengeance. And you had uh, the guy who played Surgeon Paul in parts one and two uh, talking to camera, talking about Bruce Willis, Die Hard, blah, blah, blah. And th- that documentary, that sort of 
behind the scenes preview is on the DVD and is probably about 30 to 40 minutes. That feels exactly what the, the yeah. being Jade's Bond documentary I mean, is. I think that's exactly that's all I really wanted out of this. And I, I do share the sentiment that we never got to see Daniel, Barbara, and Michael, but I'll blame COVID for that. But uh, but overall, like I thought it did its job because, like, like, like I said in many different podcasts and shows, uh, there are people still to this day who don't know that Daniel Craig is still playing James Bond. Like, I'll be like one day, like I'll be wa- we're watching the Super One or we're watching the trailer comes up and I was like, oh, I'm excited for the James Bond because the then I played the Craig on screen like people like because pe- this like, I mentioned about the internet age because of the social media age of instant gratification uh, documentary they played Bond one last time and, and that's what the audience needed and like you said it's people don't have t- cable anymore emory so that's why yeah. it was good to put it on netflix yeah. that, that's a that's a good point is people have ditched cable and this is makes it accessible for everyone because everyone's got access to yeah apps. they could have you know, could have put it on the 007.com website it would crash the website probably i think this <laughs> is, i think i think the doing the streaming yeah, was, that, was their best that's option it, that's for a 45 minute documentary they had to put it on a streaming service somewhere yeah. and and uh, yeah Apple yeah, probably yeah. outbid and it's it's not an MGM production if I'm if I'm you know yeah. they, they've borrowed some stuff it's an independent um, documentary filmmaker who put together the movie and who edited it all together because there's not much direction I mean there was there was some filming and there was some editing and there were some things that were cut and I'm sure that Eon had some say in it but it's not an MGM product as mm. such it's 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 an independent yeah. thing they shopped it around they got their good deal it was Apple I, I mean, I, I think that that answers that answers that answers your question, Emery. That answers your question. That perfectly, you answered your own rant and question. Like, why is it yeah. on Apple instead of it's you, uh, Amazon's volume? But you, you just answered your question yourself. Yeah, they shopped it around, and that's that's you know where the uh, where the dime fell. Matthew. Uh, yeah. You know, we've we yeah, we've all watched documentary, but now they they released. I haven't listened to it to be quite honest with you, because uh, I I, I edit podcasts and I already listened to podcasts. But there's a podcast uh, about the making of uh, No Time to Die that's you know they promised us a year ago and is now finally being released. Um, have any of you listened to it out of curiosity? I haven't listened to it, and I'm I'm kind of waiting for the movie to come out. Because I, I don't want, yeah. I don't want spoilers anymore. Like I'm, I, I, I'm really yeah, trying I'm, to uh, avoid uh, everything. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of on the fence for a similar reason, but I'm wondering. I, I this is the first episode. I haven't listened to the recent yet. Um, yeah. I'm, but I do want to listen to it eventually. Yeah, I'm gonna wait till movies release. But no, this was a, uh, a nice little. Uh, hors d'oeuvre before we finally uh, uh, see the movie. It's, about, um, it's a nice hors d'oeuvre to the main entree. Yeah. Speaking of uh, apps and, and technology, um, I've gotten a strange message here on Messenger. Really? With, from, really? From Grace Mr. To, Grace to, not, uh, 
which I'm not. I wanted to say some couple. I wanted to say some more stuff. I wanted to, uh, guys, can you guys hear me? Yeah, it's, it's yeah, just you're cutting there, Jason. You're constantly uh, dropping. I don't know if you are you using your 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 bandwidth for with something else. It's really uh, you're sounding like 1998 internet right now. That tells you guys. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I, I how do I sound, Emery? Yeah, you're you're not too bad. You're a little spotty, but you're not too too bad in general. Because like I feel like you guys are spotty on my end, but uh, yeah, I want to just say a few more things and then uh, then end it here. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah, so I know it's going to make the editing a little bit harder for you guys, but uh, uh, I I did like the way that SB uh, on when on the Double Seven said that he posted that the Cuba or the Havana dinner jacket scene is the was the last scene that Daniel filmed as James Bond. Like this was two years, they filmed that, finished production two years ago, almost to date. And, and and I like how they, I know it's kind of a spoiler, but Daniel running off to the corridor was his final shot as filming as James Bond on his final day. And I, I really like the way that uh, he just showed like that he really did enjoy this journey, despite the highs and lows during the tenure. And it reminded me a lot of both Hugh Jackman and uh, Christian Bale when they both left their signature roles as Wolverine and Batman, respectively. And the best way I'll, one of the reviews that I read about being James Bond said, the best way to summarize being James Bond is Daniel is leading Bond and becoming Daniel Craig again. That does sum it up uh, pretty uh, pretty well there because it's true he he's getting back into his you know his he's getting back into other roles I mean he's already rolling with knives out he's doing the second one he's he's getting back into to other work and he's kind of not helping us forget that he he is James Bond but he's ready to move on and he's he's not really taking a an extended break he's he knows he's done talking with it he's made his clean exit he's ready to move on yep. Mm. Can, yeah, but uh, yeah. Oh, did, did you get did, a message from Mac? Do you hear that? Do you hear that? Yeah. No. What's Hello? that? Hello. Yeah. Hello? people We do have people everywhere. Something. We do have people everywhere, Matt. Sir. <laughs> Um, oh, I, I can't do this do part. This I, <laughs> I don't know. If I, I have my part. I have my cheat card. Yeah, my cheat, cheat card, card is 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 stuck there. But we do have people everywhere, and we do have uh, multiple social media accounts. But the main ones here at the James Bond Complex, of course, are Facebook, Twitter, uh, and Instagram at the Bond Complex for Twitter, at the James Bond Complex for Instagram and Facebook. Uh, the jamesbondcomplex.com is our website. Is that not that's just a website that you know, a website. When, when I think about it, I, I, when I think about posting uh, something, <coughs> I, I, I try to post episodes there every once in a while, but it's, you know, eventually whenever we can, we'll, we'll do something. It, it's sort of just 
there for 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 for, for, for to protect our our, our, our our URL, I guess. Right. Uh, we have the YouTube channel, YouTube.com. Yep. The, that slash uh, the I think it's the James Bond complex. We are hosted on Anchor.fm. Um, uh, did I mention? Oh yeah, uh, it, you know wherever you get your podcast from, whether it's iTunes, Google play uh, Spotify and wherever you can actually give us a rating um, you know you see stars or whatever rating systems they have just try and give us a good rating write a review be nice to us we put a lot of work give us and a, passion give us a golden gun star review uh, exactly and if you've got um, hate mail you can send it directly to me and I will not read it <laughs> you can you can send us to the, to the yeah, email I don't care at, at gofyourself.com oh wait sorry can you say that again what's your uh, I cut we, we talked over each other what's your Instagram account international man of mystery is he, is he still on the call I still see him there but I don't hear him anymore Uh, my Instagram, you guys go. can find me at Instagram. At, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. We can hear you, Jason. Now we can't. Dang it. Technology, eh? That back neck. Yeah, just to get away from my internet issues, I'm I'm borrowing the work internet because <laughs> I got an Ethernet cable that's like right here. So, <laughs> yeah, and he's gone. Oh, um, fuck you. So while he's gone, I'll just I'll I'll go ahead and I'll do mine. Um, so me and Jason are the only two that really have personal Instagram accounts anymore because we do have a little bit of different content that that comes out on our personal Instagram pages. So you can find me at intrepid underscore double seven on both Instagram and Twitter. I am not very active on Twitter, but most of the time I will post the uh, promos to our, to our episodes on the Instagram page and, you know, bonus pictures of random stuff that I get in the mail. Yeah. I sometimes use my personal Twitter and Instagram account. Uh, if you want to go back to episodes, I don't give it anymore because I got some weird messages on Instagram that I was not really <laughs> happy with on my personal account. I'm like weird, weird. And I deleted some posts because uh, I, you know, I was taking pictures of my nephew, and I was creeped out by well, weirded out creeped by comments made. I'm like, I, I just, I didn't appreciate that. You know, you can, yeah, but yeah, you can even delete that. So me, it's mostly to... uh, people so, who are trying uh, to get me to buy their stuff. You know, like uh, I, I get oh, a couple of emails about. We get uh, spam like crazy. On, on, on our feeds. Like everyone's wants DMS uh, to promote. I don't know what, what kind of yes. BS they want us to promote. As soon as you put the hashtag podcast, you get the same <laughs> one over and over and over. Like you'll, you'll notice oh, next God. time you make a post uh, with the hashtag, they'll tag you right away. Or I get the, um, <laughs> the body hair trimmer uh, very, very often. I get that as a uh, manscape, manscape, or uh, you, some of the other ones. You don't want to shake. Shave your balls. Oh, Jason's uh, back. <laughs> at the perfect moment. I had to for a recent uh, procedure, but um, uh, I, it's not a habit I'm going to be making. 
Uh, Jason, we were sorry, just talking sorry. about uh, we were just talking about where our social media is at right now. Oh my god! Yeah, we we can't hear you, bud. It's it's cutting out real bad. Uh, what is it? Uh, uh, should I should I add him to? Can I? Uh, it's my Zoom app, not the. Hold on. Don't worry about it. Okay, well, just uh, we were just uh, you know kind of closing things up there. So if you want to just uh, shout out your uh, your Instagram, I'll I'll edit it all to make it look nice later, or sound nice, I should say. You guys can find me at Instagram at jsxon88, where you will see no time to die related posts in the near future. Ooh, a little bit of foreshadowing there. <laughs> So that's it for us. Thank uh, you very much right. for uh, taking the time. You want to try that a second time, Jason? Because that's uh, all cut up. Where well, you guys will find no time to that related post in the near future. All right, excellent. So that's it for us. Thank you very much for taking the time to listen to our review of Being James Bond. We'll see you next time. Take care. Au revoir. And we're done.